What's going on, guys? Thank you for joining us today. Um, we're going to be covering our top five greatest uh, college football teams. Um, and we're going to go over those picks with you guys today. But first, I want to throw a shout out to Pillow Fight. If you want the softest, most high quality pillows, mattresses, and bedding, go to pillowfight.com, um, where their goal is creating a for purpose um, bedding brand, manufactured premium, sustainably sourced products right here in the US. All right, so let's get right into it. Um, you know me, you know that I'm gonna be probably a little different than you on this one, um, but let's start off with my, my number five pick and then we'll go to your number five pick. My number five pick is gonna be the 2020 Alabama Crimson Tide team led by Mac Jones, uh, an outstanding roster and arguably one of the most, uh, I, would, I would say arguably the most stacked uh, Alabama team that we've seen in, in, in recent years. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, the two, uh, 2012 Alabama team was, was pretty stout. Uh, that was around the time they think they repeated. Um, but as far, you know, back then it was more defensive driven. You know, this this team was complete. You know, had the offense, had, you know, number one, first grade, you know, first round wide receivers, you know, first round quarterbacks there. And then some great defense facts. So, yeah, I mean, I would agree. It's probably one of their best teams. Not their best quarterback, but all-around team by far. Uh, you know, I'm going to you know, I'm gonna differ with you on that one a little bit. I think Mac Jones is the best quarterback to come through Alabama. I don't care. We'll, we'll see how Bryce Young does. We'll yeah, see. well, you know, he might need to grow a few more inches and put on a few more pounds, or he's going to get the Tua, the Tua treatment down there in Miami, concussion after concussion after concussion. Um, yeah, uh, We'll, we'll see if we'll see if Mac Jones can get out of uh, Bill Belichick's funk. Ah, oh, dude, come on now. You know, you know. Let's be real here. Bill O'Brien's going to bring the changes that he needs there in that offense. But I don't know if you've seen uh, Bryce Young down in Carolina in training camp, dude. But his offensive line towers him, dude. It, like there is no running anything from under center with him, dude. Um, so Drew Brees' offensive line towered him as well, and yeah, he's all but, famous, so. uh, I, yeah, but. No, no disrespect to Bryce Young, but I don't believe that he is a Drew Brees caliber player. I will give we'll him see. credit. He is he's very smart, but I don't think he's Drew Brees. Um, you know, but I do like Bryce Young's mental aspect to the game. All right, who do you got at number five? Let's hear your pick. All right, number five. I, you know, so when I did these lists, then some I had some characteristics that I want to go off of, and one of the things that I thought about, one of the things that I applied in my list was dominance. Um, not just, you know, like on the field, but, you know, when you think of legends, what do you think of? Accolades, the the, the stuff they did, the, you know, the championships. And um, in college, that to me is going undefeated. That, you know, that's – if you go undefeated you, that year, you were the best. No one was better than you that you ever – that you played that year. And so, number five, I went to 2022 Florida Bulldogs. Um, now, some people, like a lot of people are going to come at me, but, you know, about talking about the, the 04 Trojans or the, you know, the 05 Texans or the 2013 Seminoles or, you know, whatever, you know, the old, you know, Virginia Tech teams. Look, I get it. But this team was dominant, not just one year, but two years. They won it back to back. And last year, those guys were on a mission. I know they didn't play a whole lot of people. Tennessee, you know, and then, you know, they... 
they 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 got they mollywopped everybody in the the playoff, and then they get to TCU, and it wasn't even close. Oh, they didn't, they didn't and I understand that. They I understand they that. They didn't mollywop Ohio State, dude. They got lucky beating Ohio State. Ohio State put that that hurting on them boys and put them in fear mode. Um, and if it wasn't for Ohio State's kicker, who is probably the most hated man in Ohio, um, they they might not have been in the natty and they might not have repeated. They got a little luck on their side, a little bit of somebody was blowing really hard up there in the stands. All I know. <laughs> well, but you know, look, I mean, you know, you can't take it away from them. going to, to win a national championship. You know, it, it's hard enough as it is. But to win it back to back, in my opinion, is is, is just the true measure of, of dominance. Yeah, and, uh, that's why I'm with them. I agree with you. Um, I have them. Um, I have them right outside. I, I have them as an honorable mention. I do. Yeah. I do really think that they have. They had one of the best defenses that I've ever seen fielded in college football. Um, in in oh, well, I guess I should say in modern time in the new college football playoff system. Uh, I will give them credit. They have one of the better defenses I've seen. Um, Stetson Bennett, that's a, he's a dog. He's a dog. Um, you know, and, you know, great story behind him. Walk on. I love it, you know. Um, but outside of, outside of you know, a few pieces on offense, their, their offense, you know, I think it was just more um, cohesive. They've been together longer, and I think they took advantage of the experience that they had together. I don't know that their offense was a, a standout offense. You know what I mean? Um, no, no, it, it wasn't, it, you know, the it really wasn't anything – I mean, look, uh, I give all the credit in the world to Stetson. You know, he he escaped. He he was he was nifty. He was shifty. Oh, absolutely. And he, he he delivered the ball on time and on place. And his deep ball is is sneaky good. Oh yeah, know? absolutely. And, and, he's he's one of the most slept on quarterbacks that we that we just seen get drafted. And I think the Rams got a real. I think the Rams got a real threat with that guy. Um, not to mention he's a little older than your average quarterback going into the NFL as a rookie. 25. Yeah, you know, he, but he, he understands the game. He's really smart, and he does have, like, really realistically all the package that you would really want. Um, yeah. But the question is, you know, uh, he's been doubted most of his career, so can he step up in, in the pros? But in college, yeah. I mean, he dominated. I can't take that well, away from him. Look, um, I mean, we've we seen this. Look, I mean, everyone's going to say this, Brock Purdy. If he can do it, Shetson yeah. Bennett can do it. Yeah, but it's all about it's all about opportunity too, you know, for yeah. Stetson and, and and it's hard to assume that if Matthew Stafford is healthy, that Stetson's going to get an equal amount of reps in practice. Um, At least he could, you know, look, even if he sat for a year, he learned, and you know, Scott could be the limit. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Stafford is at the end of his career. You know, he's probably got maybe two or three more years left in him, and then that's probably about it for him. Um, but the real question is, does Sean McVay stay around and, and really teach him up, or, or, or how is that going to go? Like McVay's yeah. future in in LA is, is in question, you know, every yeah. single year it seems like. Um, but anyways, we'll move on to the number four pick. My number four pick, I understand that they do not have an undefeated record, um, but they played in a different era of college football. And I have the 07 Florida Gators with arguably the greatest college quarterback that we have ever witnessed play. Um, outside of, you know, obviously Joe Burrow and his single season records that he set and all that. But um, I would say as, as far as a career-wise, uh, Tim Tebow was arguably one of the most mesmerizing quarterbacks that we've ever seen grace a college football field. Um, yeah. And that's that's why with, with with Aaron Hernandez, I put him up there, you know, like that that offense was, was lethal. And realistically, you know, I understand they weren't undefeated, but they were a very good team. Yeah, they were, you know, and look, I mean, probably not only Tim being, you know, one of the best quarterbacks ever put on the uniform in the, in the college realm, but I mean, 
Urban Meyer, hate him or love him, he's going to go down as a top five college coach of all time. Um, <clears throat> you know, so he had a, he had all the right pieces, and you know, the SEC. When we think of the SEC, it wasn't what it is now. It was just at the beginning of of what we know the SEC to be. I mean, you know, the USC. And Texas had played that crazy Rose Bowl in 2005 and 2006 came along. And that was the first year the SEC started that 13-year span where every year was an SEC team. Um, and, you know, we, we've, you know, some other non-SEC teams have won it even, even prior to that 13-year period. But, I mean, when you look at the Final Four, it, it's, it's, you're always going to be pulling for the SEC team. They're always going to be favored. And outside of the Clemson years, I mean, you know, maybe, you know, the Ohio States, but it's just, I, well, it was I mean, a different time. Yes. The coaching was very good, but the teams like the Alabamas, the LSUs, you know, look, <clears throat> Nick Saban was in the, was in the NFL, um, in 2007, right? Yeah. He was in the NFL in 2007, I think. Yeah. It came back in 2008. And then, you know, Auburn was, 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 was a train wreck. Georgia wasn't very good, you know. I mean, that there wasn't, it wasn't as dominant as it was now as it was back then. But you know, I I, I see where I see where you're at, and and I can I can understand um, definitely. Yeah, I just I just loved uh, I love to go back and watch the the tape on that team, you know, and yeah. uh, and the oh, three six and the, and the three sixteen story, dude. Like, oh, dude, the two thousand seven. Whenever LSU played played Florida, I was in Death Valley, fucking 36 yard line, 40th row, and I watched us beat Tim Tebow, and he cried like I went to baby, and it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, you know that's why I have him at number four, and I can't put him at, at any higher on the list. Um, it is okay. one of one of my favorite teams to watch, though. But anyways, who do you got at number four? So. I kind of turned back the time. I did not ever see, did, I did not get to see this team play in person. Um, I was, I was just five years old at the time. But when I went back and looked at the record, look at the accolades, and look at the dominance, I just, I, I couldn't, could not put this guys here. This is the 1995 Nebraska Cornhuskers. Yeah, absolutely, you know, absolutely immaculate team. Um, and they yeah. dominated. They dominated the 90s. Yep. And and like like you know like the like the Bulldogs, this was their repeat year. Um, you know Tom Tom Osborne, you know that that four year span was just that four or five year span from like ninety to ninety five. You know ninety seven was just, they they dominated. They were the Alabama back then. Yeah. Um, you know in that year they had four top five, four. Uh, Top ten wins, but the crazy thing about this is, is that fifty-two. So they scored an average of fifty-two point three points a game. Their opponents scored an average of fourteen point five. They dominated everyone they played. It was just an absolute assassination. They had only one game that was Boston College that came within. A three touchdown lead so um you know and look from the 29 players drafted the nfl from that team um i mean that's just that that's dominance i agree uh, with true, you true dominance i agree with you and i don't have them on my list but um you know it's really hard to 
kind of categorize all these teams from different eras into a five uh, greatest teams of all time. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, like let's be realistic. When when we cover the next three teams, you'll see why I don't have them on my on my list. But I will say that I do indeed have them as an honorable mention along with the uh, you know the Vince Young uh, Longhorns team and the Reggie Bush USC team. Um, you know, I, I do have them up there in honorable mentions. They were, they did dominate the 90s. And they were, like you said, the Alabama uh, before Alabama. Um, and I can't, I can't disagree with anything you said there. Um, they were an immaculate team. And so for that reason, I'll just move on to my number three. And my number three is probably, um, I would say probably one of the most stacked rosters that we've ever witnessed with Hall of Famers, obviously, you know, um, we can't say that indefinitely because a lot of these other teams on the list, they're not, the players are not retired yet, but the 2001 Miami Hurricanes, dude, the U, they were a monstrosity of a football team and yeah. like just monsters. Like think of the, think of the names that they put in the NFL off this roster. And that's why I have them at number three. Um, just, just absolute legends and probably one of the most mesmerizing teams to watch uh, play the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you could you could field a damn near whole entire NFL team with all the people that came out of that that program. You know, it's just, uh, you know, I, they it's they were so badass. They had a thirty for thirty just on that one team. So, I mean, that that's not telling you anything. I don't know what to tell. I mean, us. correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that I believe that the U has two thirty for thirties covering both of their uh, legendary rosters that they've had. I'm sure. I, I just I I only watched the I watched the one for for the O one team. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they have another one. The one that because Ray Lewis wasn't on that team. He, he came a little bit later. Uh, Ray Lewis was there with Warren Sapp and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. Like yeah. just thinking just thinking the names that came out of the day. Every time I think about it, I just kind of like drool a little bit. Like that's yeah. a, that's a college yeah. scouts uh, or I'm sorry, an NFL scouts like wet dream right there is looking yeah. at that roster. 30, 37 NFL draft picks, 17 first round picks. Yeah. And, and look at the, and just, <laughs> yeah, you can't like, it, it was a, one of the most stacked rosters ever in my opinion. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. If there was, if there was a, a list of the most stacked roster ever, they're number one by far. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you got a number three. Let's, let's hear your, let's hear your pick on this one. So number three, I went with your number five pick. I went with the, the 2020 Alabama Crimson Tide. And my and, boy, Mac Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, like I said, when I started this, I, the true measure of greatness is the accolades. What did you win? You know, like the, the dominance that you showed on the field. Um, and I mean, look, they had six All-Americans, 13 All-SEC, 10 players drafted, six in the first round, four top 10 wins at the time of the playing. You know, they had the Blitnikoff, they had the Blitnikoff, the Heisman. They had, you know, the Unitas, the Davey O'Brien, you know, up for Mac Jones and then the Bolitnikoff and the Heisman for uh, Devontae and Devontae won six other awards, which I didn't know until I researched that. And then Patrick Sertan won the the, Bed, the Bednark Award. I can't pronounce it. I'm sorry. I, I tried to learn how to pronounce it, but um, yeah, I mean, look, they, they, they were they were dominant. 
undefeated and no one, you know, they had it. They had you know one close game with Florida at, in the championship game, but you know, other than that, they they just blew people out of the water, and um, they were a complete. They were a complete, you know, for Nick Saban, you know, for we know him for defense. They were a complete team that year. Absolutely. Um, you know, we already covered them with my pick, so I won't I won't harp on it. But you know, it's probably one of the. And I hate Alabama. I really do. I hate Alabama more than anything in the entire uh, world. Look, I'm an LSU fan, so yeah, obviously. Um, and honestly, if Mac Jones does, did not play for the Patriots, I would not be a fan of Mac Jones <laughs> either. Probably. Uh, yep. I but know. Uh, yeah, but you know. I gotta say that you know that program that year they, they had all the pieces and 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 it goes to show they won it all and and yeah. like you said they had one scare but realistically in the SEC that can happen with any team on any given day like they yeah. like yeah. any SEC team is is capable of actually beating one another yeah. if, if the coaching situation is right yeah um, all right so we'll move on to my number two pick and my number two pick for you guys before you hate on me um, obviously I'm an ACC guy you're an SEC guy. So I know, I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this from the SEC. You can't dominate every single freaking roster spot that I have on my top five. Um, but it's probably the best college or modern college defense that we've seen assembled. Um, in the, and, and honestly, Trevor Lawrence, you know, running the offense in the 2018 Clemson Tigers, uh, they, they were lethal in 2018. Um, you know, like – can't really can't really take it away from them. They they beat who they needed to beat and they took it all. So Yeah. Yeah. I mean look they were they were all right. You know, fucking I hate Clemson. All right. No, yeah. they, 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 they were all right. They were all right. They won a national. No, nah, look, I mean big deal. I mean, you know, but they, you know, they look, I mean, they they were the first team to really give it to to Bama. Um, they were the first team to really rise up and challenge them on a consistent basis. And you know, look that year. You know they 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 were they were one of those unstoppable teams, and um, they played well. But you know, I will say this for Clemson: people always knock them for their schedule. You know, they don't play anybody, in which they're correct. Um, Come on now, they don't play anybody. Don't pour but, don't pour salt in the wound. But but when they got to the big games and they did play people. They still blew him out the water. So, which means that they were for real. You know, it, and you can't, people always say you can't help you play, you know. Well, actually, ladies and gentlemen, you can because your athletic directors, they're the one that choose the people that you play. So, you're out of conference games. Like Nick Saban always gets, you know, I want parity in the NFL. Dude, you're playing like fucking University of Schmuckatelli in fucking Nowheresville. You know, like three times a year. I mean, like, come on, dude. Let's let's be honest here. But yes, what what was it? The team that he lost to. Speaking of that, the team that he lost to when he came back the first year, it was like some no name school. ULM. 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 Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. They, and they lost it. They lost yeah. to nobody team. Yeah. 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 His first year. Yeah. So and you know and it happens. It it, it does happen. But you know, yeah, I, I can see why why you put them there, and you know, I um. They were great. They, they were a very good team for sure. Yeah, I, I just I loved watching them that year. Um, I'm an ACC guy. Uh, we almost messed around and beat them a few times over the past few years. Uh, we've yeah. had some pretty good teams, but we've not had the the whole package, the depth, and injuries have really held us back. 
Um, but you know that you know it's it's one of those it's one of those teams that like I hate Alabama, so I would I'll pull well, for anybody. Your 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 Carolina team sure got the quarterback this year, so better yeah. not squander it. Yeah, well, we had him last year too, and we still pissed it away. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. So for number two, I'm gonna go uh, with the 2001 Miami Hurricanes. Um, Honestly, if I wasn't an LSU fan, they'd probably be number one, and that's biased. But you know what? I can be biased because it's my opinion. So, um, you know, it's just it's, it's it, we we already touched on a lot of this. You know, look, Larry Coker went undefeated in his first year, and, and look, it, they they were very similar to the 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 the, the ninety five uh, Nebraska team. It was just two games they finished within twenty points of their opponent. Yeah, we, so we, we already went, we already covered it. So yeah, like, like I mean, it's for our for our listeners, for our listeners. I just wanted to point out just some of the names that people that were, was on this roster that won this title: Vince Woolfork, Sean Taylor, Ken Dorsey, Ed Reed, Clinton Portis, Andre Johnson, Jeremy Shockey. Brian McKinney, Jonathan Vilma, and a litany of others, but those are some of the first rounders that went. Yeah, Frank Gore talked about the longest lasting running back in 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 yep. Frank Gore. I'm pretty sure he was what the longest lasting running back in NFL history, right? I'm not mistaken. Uh, he did play the, him, he did, him or him or Peterson, one of the two, I can't remember. Yeah, I think I wanna say it's I don't want to say Gore played long like longevity wise, because Adrian had a few years in there where he was really hurt. Um, yeah, and no yeah. matter where Frank Gore went, he he played. Um, yeah, and at the yeah. end of AP's career, he was he was rostered in a few places, but he didn't really get a whole lot of field time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chasing that Sanders record, which ain't never gonna be beat. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that I dude, we we covered it already. But yeah, the the 2001 Hurricanes were dude, the Hall of Fame like yeah. riddled, riddled um no. through, through and through. So I I can see why you put them there. Um. Obviously, I have him at number three uh, for nostalgia's sake, but you know, I don't know. Yeah, they, they, they realistically they could be in one, two, or three in my in my book. Oh, yeah. they, they have yeah. the roster and talent to be in any of those spots, but I like. Yeah, I mean, look, you go on, you go online and type in top five greatest greatest you know college football teams of all time. Doesn't matter who's writing the report; they're going to be in the top five because they're yeah. that good. Yeah, I mean, they were. They, 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 you can't argue that. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll move on to number one. I know this yeah, gonna, we all know who this is going to be. Yeah, I know this mm-hmm. is going to. I know this is going to tickle your pickle. Um, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it's, uh-huh. it's arguably the. I just want to put this out there for you guys watching this. Uh, it's yeah. Oh my god! It's Watch al- his eyes as he reads this. <laughs> you like it's, that? It's arguably the single best season from a, a college quarterback that I've witnessed in my lifetime, um, yes. and that's and that's the 2019. Uh, LSU Tigers and I'll be honest with you you know you look at that roster and just like so many other rosters it's stacked with absolute instant impact makers in the NFL Joe Burrow you know he's he's a monster he's he's what I have always thought he would be watching him play in LSU he's an elite game changer he does not crumble in the big moments he wins you games and and that's what it is he is he is a game winning quarterback uh, he is not afraid of the big moment. And then you pair him with the likes of Jamar Chase and, and Justin Jefferson. Uh, I mean, j- just those three names right there should show you, like, just the, where they stand on the list. Um, yeah. 
And, and don't 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 forget about my about old Mighty Mouse in the backfield, Clyde Edwards Alaire, two time Super Bowl champ for the Kansas City Chiefs, just saying. Yeah, but let's be let's be realistic. Where was he at last year? He was hurt. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. Yeah, Pacheco was the one that really stepped in last year and, and did did a lot of yeah. winning for Kansas. Well, look, look, if it wasn't for Clyde, we wouldn't we wouldn't have beat Bama. So I'm just saying. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not discrediting him in college, but before you you try to hype him up too much in the NFL, and let's just calm down there a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they had a stacked roster, and honestly, uh, you know, outside of uh, what seems to be like a common trend down there in LSU, is you got coaching scandals left and right down there. I don't know what you got going on down there with uh, the last couple of years, Coach O. Yeah, that that was, the, but that was you know, look, that was that was that really all that really stemmed from the Les Miles era. It just kind of bled over. Yeah, well, we can we can sit here and talk about it, but I know you have on my at your number one too. But you know, absolutely, I, I just wanna I just wanna put it out there for the fans, you know, um, just so you guys know, LSU's culture might not be the best. Uh, you can say what you want, but uh, I mean, <laughs> we got one of the most winning coaches in football as our head coach now, so I think we're good. All right. Yeah, but has he won any of the big ones? That's the question you should ask yourself. Well, he was at Notre Dame. I mean, look, hey, Jesus Christ, and, and give guess him what? a break. And guess what? Notre Dame is historically what is is a very big uh, football school, and they have a lot of history there. They, they have the ability to draw in recruits just like everybody else. So, no, they don't. Not yes, like they do. not like not like they can in the South. Oh my God! Come on, dude. You you tell me right now. Like, look, I'll be real with you. Notre Dame doesn't play anybody on average. I'll give you that. And and yeah. they're they and and realistically, they're one of the outlier schools that. You know they need to they need to figure out where they're going to go and what they're going to do. Well, let me th- let me tell you something. Okay, number one, their school is hard to get into. The academics are very hard, very hard. Their school's in the middle of fucking nowhere and it's cold all the time. Now, if I was a college recruit, and you know he'd come to me and say, "Hey, you want to come? We got rich history and Rudy and yeah, yeah, yeah." Or you want to come to LSU and Alabama and compete for a title and actually have a chance of winning one? I mean, yeah, yeah but you could use, you could use the same argument for for Michigan and Ohio State. They're they're up north, they're cold, um, but they still put together uh, phenomenal teams. Uh, yeah, well, what seems like year in and year out. Um, yeah. So before you use, you know, the, the crippling, I, I just want to put it out there. Like, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that Brian Kelly didn't do his job in Notre Dame well enough. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm also saying that you can't. I, I'm not going to give him the excuse train, right? Now, you know, his first year in LSU wasn't a complete disaster, but let's be realistic, it's LSU. You should be able to win some freaking games in LSU. Like if you yeah, can't, we did. We, were can't, in, we won the West and we were in the SEC Championship. Just saying. Yeah, and then Georgia did what with you? Um, okay, well, Georgia, that did everybody. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, you had no business. You had no business uh, playing Georgia. All right, let me, let me talk up my team right now. All right. Now, let me just explain to the people that are watching. In case you didn't know, Joey B., Heisman, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we had the Maxwell Award, Walzer Camp Award, plus nine of the Coach of the Year, you know, Bolitnikoff, Jim Thorpe, and I hope, you know, the Broyles Award. I mean, five All-Americans, 15th All-SEC. But here's the cream of the crop right now, the one that no other people can say. We beat 10 top 10 teams at the time we played them. I'm just saying, that's pretty badass. 13 players drafted in the NFL, five in the first round. First team in the SEC to have a 4,000-yard passer and three 
1,000 yard receivers. Just saying. Yeah, it was it was a lethal offense, and realistically, the only challenge you guys ran into all year that year was a, I would say, a shell of their former self in the Clemson Tigers. Um, their defense wasn't well, the same. Uh, we, they, they took it, we took it to the wire with Auburn, which we always do. I, Auburn can be terrible, and we could be really good or vice versa, but for some reason, every year we play – it's the SEC – you know, we play them every year, and we, we went to the wire with Auburn. It was close. It was like we won it by, by a field goal. Uh, yeah. And that was that was really our closest, <clears throat> our close our close one that year. When we got to the playoffs, it was it, we we was coming. Joey Joey B was saying, "Put that ring on my finger right now because ain't nobody gonna stop us." I mean, he threw like six touchdowns in one game. Granted, it was you know Oklahoma, which you know they don't even know how to spell defense, uh, so. Yeah, they're yeah. not the they're not the Brian Bosworth teams that they used to be. Um, no, absolutely not. No. Um, but yeah, you know, I think that rounds out our top five, and I think that I think that really um, solidifies. Now, there are like we mentioned earlier, there are a lot of honorable mentions that we can throw in this in this. Uh, yeah, for sure. Category. Um, so and look and look for for all you old fogies back there. We want to talk about the old Sooner teams, and look, we hear you. Uh, well, there, there are you, the seventies and eighties. There, even back in the fifty, you know, fifty-seven, fifty-eight, some of those teams. They're they're great teams, but um, just for our our listeners and our viewers that are, you know, not ninety years old, um, the teams that we know of and teams we follow, because the game has just dramatically changed since then. I think my co-host and I can both agree. It's just. They couldn't come play with us, and we couldn't go play with them because things are just so different. Yeah, so different. And, yeah, yeah. You, you, if you put a lot of the modern teams back in that defensive style, a lot of the quarterbacks wouldn't survive. Um, but at the same time, you can't take an old team and put them in the modern rule set and and see the raw athleticism of the offensive players and a lot of the defensive players there in the modern times. It would it would, it would be a no contest. Um, It'd be a mismatch. Yeah. So either way you go. Um, realistically, it's it's hard to say, but there are a lot of good teams. We know of Texas. We know your one glory team with with Young. We we know we know, and and <laughs> yeah. USC for the love of God, we know. Okay, yeah. Look, the guys are dominant. You got you guys were those those few years when you had Liner and Bush. I mean, look, the two thousand y'all's two thousand four team was they they were like my number they they were my number six pick and people think it's funny because looking oh five they were badass too because my seventh pick was going to be texas but you go back to oh five that whole year the whole media coverage was all about usc this they're the greatest team blah 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 and then vince young and them came in and said well watch this and Probably that 2005 national championship in the Rose Bowl might go down as one of the greatest games ever played in college football history. Yeah, I mean and, it's definitely top five for sure. Yeah, and then you know, like to throw another team out there. We know the 2014 Florida State with Jameis Winston, Mister. I can't. Oh, 13. Yeah, 13 yeah. or 14. I can't. You know, it's 13. 20, you're right. Yeah, you're, you're right because what 14 was? Uh, what? When it was Ohio State that year, uh, I can't remember. Uh, I don't know the 12, 13, and fourteen. Those years are kind of like all jumbled in my mind right now. Um, all teams I don't care about. So, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, we, yes, Florida State's had some run. Ohio State, uh, I hate Ohio State. So you you will never be on my list. I don't care if you put together a thirty six and O team. It's not you're not ever going to be on my list. Um, you know, 
how about you focus on beating Michigan this year? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, we could go on for hours about it, but this is yeah. our pick, guys. If you guys have any anything you want to uh, comment, uh, put it in the description below and, and we'll review it and we'll possibly hit on the teams that you mentioned. Uh, thank you for joining us on this episode. Like and subscribe, follow. Um, love you guys. Thank you for watching.